Yortaba promised, there are four Cerebas in your room. Um, and it's kind of an adventure, like <laughs> smuggling them out of Parvalin. <laughs> because you are Arakun now, but like in practice, like all the systems that the pre- that your predecessor set up are still there. And it's going to mm-hmm. take a while to like undo all the damage that she did. And this is actually brought to the fore because uh, before you leave for uh, back for the mainland, back for uh, Tevinter, you are pulled aside by um, two high-ranking members of the Ben Hasrath, uh, who like saddle you up with like, "Hey, while you're gone," and they hand you like a ten-foot-tall stack of paper. Like you're going to need to read all of this. Uh, and also, you're going to need to make decisions on this other 10-foot-tall stack of paper. Uh, you're going to need to keep in constant correspondence with us, uh, because, you know, uh, if the Arakian is not here, we're going to need to be hearing from you, you know, pretty much every day. Uh, so have your mind made up on what you want to do on every single major decision that the Arakian before you made, uh, and write about it to us as soon as you make up your mind. Uh, and so, Cassandra, um, how are you feeling? being saddled with all of this oh my god yeah that's like she's so overwhelmed just like sort of takes all these tomes and just like oh oh god oh there's more all right okay all righty <laughs> you have homework now yes it's like oh boy all right and i think um when you do manage to get on the boat out of parvalin uh you are like, you've got so much reading to do, and I feel like that's probably what you spend the majority of your yeah. time on the boat doing. Exactly. And I think that is where Ren finds you. He kind of sinks into the chair across from you. You're both below deck, and you've got so much paper. You have so many paper uh, <laughs> that you have to read. And he says, how you doing? What's, uh, what's all this? And he does that flippy thing with the pages, you know, like flipping through them really quickly. It's... uh. It's the unabridged tome of Koslun. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> Which is, uh, the, like, they sell, like, you know, like, abridged tomes of Koslun for those who are really interested, but uh, this is the unabridged version. As Arakun, you're going to have to know pretty much everything he's written. Yep. Because you have to know where you want to change it. Yep. It's everything. All of Koslun's words, and I gotta study all of it every single word he says wow that sounds super boring <laughs> yeah it is exactly what you said yes <laughs> <laughs> he says i mean i would uh i would offer some sympathy but uh you kind of did ask for this like you literally asked for it i did yes you are right any regrets not regrets so much as there's a lot to change ren <laughs> and it's not going to happen overnight, but a lot. <laughs> he says, I would offer to help, but um, I'm not. I'm not going to offer to help. I don't, <laughs> think it, I don't think it would be useful. So I guess I'll just wish you good luck, buddy. <laughs> like, he, he thumps your shoulders like, you can do it. I believe in you. It means a lot coming from someone who is legally dead. <laughs> Great. Cool. <laughs> I'm going to go far away from all this book. Oh boy, of course. I forgot. <laughs> Sabray Brothers and reading. Yes, yes, go away now. <laughs> uh, too dumb to read. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, Elian and Sabray, you're both above deck. Um, it is a long, long journey, as you are already familiar between Parvalin and Tevinter. Uh, and uh, uh, Elian, you come up and see Sabray leaning on the balustrade overlooking uh, 
the edge of the ship. I think uh, Elaine's just going to go over and lean on it next to him. Just try to not feel as green as he is inside. <laughs> as he looks. <laughs> yeah. You look pale. You doing okay? Do you want me to barf on you? I will. What? Why would you? There's a whole there's a whole sea right there. Why wouldn't you just do it there? <laughs> I'm fine. It'll be strange to have to uh, say goodbye to Cassandra after all of this. It's not like she can stay with us. Uh, I like sort of like turn away, and I'm just like. People leave, Elian. It's fine. Not to mention, uh, you have plans after this, too. You're, uh, you've been thinking of joining Clan Sulanon. Yeah. People are always leaving, Elian. It's just, it's just life. You're gonna leave, too. Everyone leaves. You don't have to be quite so bitter about it. It's not bitterness, Elian. It's just, uh, reality. So are you also thinking of leaving, then? I mean... Leaving what, Elian? To Vinter? Yeah, I wasn't going to stay in Tevinter for the rest of my life. <laughs> I didn't think you would. That's not what I meant. Aren't you planning on going back to Orle? I, um, I'm not so sure. I miss it, obviously. But Where's Leander going? I, I don't know. I, um, I don't want to go anywhere without him. Yeah. Oh, I know what you feel. Oh, excellent. Can I tease you about uh, Lannan now? No, no, no <laughs> absolutely not. No, thank you. Oh, but that's my favorite thing. No, no, there's nothing <laughs> to talk about with Lannan. There's nothing at all to mention. Oh, so you didn't give him that fancy Valisleen that gave him his hand back? Nope, that wasn't- Oh. He doesn't have a hand. Oh, but it's so attractive. It's not a thing. What, I, where did you even see that? Oh. On his body. <laughs> Where did you even see his hand? It's attached to him. Why are you looking at why are you looking at Landon like that? What is there something going on? Uh, so it's going well then. Okay, let's talk about Cassandra. I'm gonna miss her. Fine. Is that what you wanted me to say with all the stupid prattle? Yes. I mean I'm just she just got May back. It's strange that uh the first thing she would do in Parvalin is want to stay, even to make change. She spent so long running from it. I can understand, though. That's her. That's her home. And she has an opportunity to do right for her people. Who wouldn't take that up? I will say that I had thought of her a little bit with our, you know, just traveling around with us. <laughs> like, she would have made an excellent Dalish. <laughs> I'm sure she could still be an honorary Dalish. <laughs> yes, but she would have been excellent as she like we just sat on the little caravan as we traveled around scaring <laughs> off bandits. Would have been great. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if vacations exist for an Arakune, but maybe it can still happen. I mean, I suppose it might be fun to see you on the caravan too. If you can get away from Orlay. You think I'd be allowed in? I mean, if Ren says so and I say so, what are they going to say? I think he kind of smiles and just, like, nudges you with his shoulder in just kind of a friendly way. Like, maybe you can come to the next Arlethven. 
Isn't that like 10 years from now? Yeah, it's going to be a while, but you know, <laughs> it's a standing invitation. <laughs> I, I like the thought that we'll still be friends then. Assuming we get through all of this first. Yeah. It is a long boat ride, but it does eventually end. And you are greeted uh, as soon as you actually dock into Venter. Um, some of you a little more enthusiastically than others. Uh, Cassandra, uh, Faveris jumps straight up into your arms, just straight up into them. Oh. That after hours, takes a flying leap. Right after hours and hours of like studying, it's just like, oh, oh my god, yes, and then catches her like, oh yes, yes, <laughs> this is so much better than studying. <laughs> <laughs> she throws her arms around your neck and she says, "Welcome back." That is a lot. That must be mostly faith, but yes, hello. I missed you. I missed you too. I have so much to tell you. <laughs> she says, oh, and I can't wait to hear all of it. Lennon and Leander are also there. Neither of them take a flying leap directly into your arms. Um, <laughs> right. Which I guess means they just don't love you enough. I don't know. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> I know Leander approaches you, uh, uh, Elian, and he is grinning and he says, Hey, and he hugs you tightly and he says, you got tan. A <laughs> little bit, a little bit. I hug him tightly. Like, I'm still feeling a little wobbly, but I'm not green. So there's that. <laughs> he says, oh, it's a good look on you. He says, we've got a, a whole lot of stuff to catch up on. Oh, us too. Uh, Lennon greets you, Sabray. He says, hey, how was the... Uh- Several weeks away from Tevinter. Uh, well, Cassandra's the RQ now, so it's, uh, oh. you know, it was eventful. That's, uh, that's quite a lot. Yeah. I didn't really understand what that means, but apparently it's a big deal, and she's been studying the entire boat ride back, so clearly something is going on. It's just, no, that makes sense. I won't explain it to you, because I know you probably don't, uh, even if you cared, you probably wouldn't super get yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's, yeah, that's, that's okay. a good point. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? How's the uh, how's the arm? I'm like studying it carefully. Uh, yeah, it's still holding up. He raises it, flexes it. He says it's been working super well. I have actually found that I can turn the uh, tangibility on and off if I focus. Um, oh, what? I've been trying to do the thing that Fenris can do. It has not worked really well. <laughs> like I experimented on some like raw chickens, and that was um that was just an unpleasant experience. <laughs> oh, no. That sounds really gross. Um. I think I'll just leave the heart grab thing for Fenris. So. Yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. But you, you know, you have other things that you could do. So, yeah, that's true. Uh, so you make the brief walk back to the Pavis Estate, all chatting and catching up uh, with each other. Uh, and one thing you notice as you're walking back, uh, the riot's over. Remember the riot? Yep. Thank oh, yeah. God. <laughs> you just kind of peaced out of. Yeah. Uh, you just, yeah. You started and then you fucking left. There are still signs that it happened, uh, like you <laughs> passed the Beverly Hills district of Minrathis, and no, that's Magister Renan's estate, or it was at one point, it no longer is, it can no longer be called an estate. It is now a, like a, a pile of charred wood and brick and there are you know like there have been a couple stories that were uh the windows broken and burnt up uh, so there are signs that the riot did happen but there's no one actively fighting in the street anymore which is which is good that's a step in the right direction that is good 
Uh, and as you are getting back to the Pavis estate, uh, you, Sabrina, and Lennon are the last ones through, and he shuts the door behind everyone else, and he says, Oh, and um, after we've done the formal ketchup, I should probably talk to you and Ren personally. I've, uh, I've been doing some magic, and I think I can... I think I'm ready to do the, the ritual, the spell, for with the, with, the, with the crystal. Are you... Are you sure? Yeah, I mean, I've I've worked it out. And like the ritual that uh, that they left, but that uh, Olivier left behind, it's it's sound, it's good magic. And actually, I think I may be able to alter it. And this is this is like super early, like beta testing days. But I think I may also have a way to kill the soul of an archdemon, like permanently kill it. What? I'm like looking at Ren. Like, can you believe this? Ren is not listening. Oh, he, if you wanted him to listen, you should have told him to listen. Oh, he was Jesus. not paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was so excited uh, because as soon as he comes in, Zevran comes running down the stairs, and they he sweeps him up into a big hug, twirls him around, kisses him hello. <laughs> he was not paying even a little okay. bit of attention. <laughs> okay, fine. This is a big deal. He says, "Yeah, like I said, it's super early days, and we'll need like." Something pretty substantial. I'm thinking like 10 to 50 gallon drums of lyrium. What? <laughs> like a lot of power. <laughs> like a lot, a lot of power. Where would we get that? Uh, I don't, I don't know. That's, um, I hesitate to bring it up, but you know, there is an alternative. We could, I don't know. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> We've got some stuff to catch up on. Uh, and you all sit down around the, uh, the table, as is familiar, uh, Dorian is there, and he seems kind of relieved that you all made it back in one piece. He's like, "Hey, uh, you're back! You're back safely. How how did it go?" I have so much studying to do because I'm the new Arakune. Wow, really? I mean, I mean, I I knew we were angling for that, but like, seriously? Yeah. Yes. The former Arakune was using blood magic and. Uh, Making abominations and all sorts of uh, crazy fucking shit out of her mind. May says, "So you're you're going to be Arakian then? You'll be. Well, I mean, I assume after the blight is over, you'll be going back to Parvalin." <sighs> yes, that is something I wanted to talk to you about. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and she looks a little bit crestfallen, like in her head, she's saying, like, this is you saying, like, oh, we'll probably have to break up. <laughs> like, oh, no! this is, like, I'm going to be in Varvalin. And uh, she's like, you know, she's, she's a boss, Sarah boss. It would not be super safe for her. She's like, oh, okay. I guess we can talk about that a little bit later then. And Dorian says, uh, well, I, good news about the riot. Uh, it's over now. I'm sure you noticed on the way here. Uh, the riot is over. Hooray. Thank the maker. Again, sorry about dipping out of town. We had no choice. No, it's all right. You know, it was a set date. The meeting of the triumvirate was a set date. We had to get to it. Uh, but it's mostly under control. The the casualties were, they were pretty substantial. In total, about 200 slaves dead, 30 Tevinter citizens, and 10 to 12 guards. The two of them are still in, a, in, a, in hospice right now. Maker. <sighs> He says, but uh, it's over. Tensions are pretty high here, though. Um, ever since word spread about what happened to Leander, Dorian says, gesturing to Leander, and Leander kind of, you know, averts his eyes to the ground. 
ever since word got out about what happened to him, um, many of the other slaves have been, um, wanting the same. And, uh, you know, traditionally slaves demanding freedom from their masters has never gone well. We're gonna have to deal with this soon. Uh, we are going to be meeting with the Archon tomorrow. There are a few small outlying towns in Tevinter that have have been attacked by Darkspawn as well. Which is like, oh good, more good news. Cool. Lots to do, per the usual. He says, nothing major, um, not too many casualties, thank the maker, but, um, you know, we need to get moving. We've got most of an army now, we need to stop this blight. And we're going to need the help of the Magisterium to do it. It's happening in Tevinter, and we've been putting it off long enough, I think we can all agree. <laughs> Indeed. Yes. He says, so, um, that's our, that's our agenda. Tomorrow, we're going to, uh, we're going to talk to the Archon. And we should also probably discuss, we've, we've just been sort of ignoring it for a while, but we need to talk about the offer he made us. He wants to retire, and he wants one of us, he says, looking at Mavirus, to replace him. So, discuss. <laughs> Indeed. I know you guys know out of character that you're also going to be replacing the Black Divine, but in character, that has not been made clear been to you. Up, yeah. Like when you yeah. When you get into the quest for the Magisterium, the Black Divine is going to come up. Yeah, I mean, like, it was, like, vaguely hinted at, but it wasn't, like, at all made yeah, clear. Yeah, like, the Black Divine was briefly mentioned in a couple episodes ago. So for now, just think about the Archon. Right. Who do we think? I mean, this is the... <laughs> yeah, this is what we've been talking about. Like, Kaz is already Arakun, and, like, it sucks. She's gonna be busy, and if May is Archon, they will literally never get to see each other. <laughs> they will be extremely busy. Like, it'll be a long-distance relationship at best. Right. If that, but also <laughs> May versus... But also... Like I've talked to I've talked to Kay and I've talked to Val about this, the different leadership styles yeah. of the Archon. Um so Dorian, uh he he's very work smart, not hard. <laughs> His style of leadership would be like like whereas May would be like, okay, as soon as she becomes Archon, like, end slavery forever immediately. <laughs> right like, now. That would be her number one priority. <laughs> and that is like not like a politically what like it's ethically correct. I think we can all agree. Yeah. Like it's ethically very good, but it's politically kind of it's not a great move. It would make her a big target and she would just do the do the thing and then spend the rest of her administration dealing with the fallout as peacefully and diplomatically as she can manage it. Mm. Dorian in contrast, would um, maybe, instead of immediately declaring slavery legal, maybe, like, kill a whole bunch of powerful magisters who would be opposed to it. <laughs> and then maybe six or ten months down the line, then get rid of slavery, when conveniently everyone who would oppose it is now dead. <laughs> right, like, oh, look, <laughs> let's take a vote. Great, we all agree. Dorian says, I think we can all agree that, you know, both myself and Mayveris obviously we're both dedicated members of the Lucerne. We would both be very invested in the eradication of slavery. And we would both obviously have the support of the rest of the Lucerne, no matter which of us you chose. I think our leadership styles are a little bit different. He says, like, yeah, a little bit different. I mean, we share the same goals, but we have different executions, I think. <laughs> a little bit different, yes. One might say that. <laughs> Does somebody want to be like, is someone really invested in it? <laughs> Mithra says, want is a strong word. 
Dorian says, I don't particularly, like, I know this might come as a surprise to you, but I actually don't like to enter politics that much. Um, <laughs> really? Wow. If I am called upon to fulfill the position as, oh, as Archon, I would do my best. And I'm sure my father would piss himself in his grave. Sheer delight. I think, you know, Elian made the sarcastic comment, but then he just kind of gets quiet and thinking. What were the qualifications again? Dorian says, qualifications for what? Archon. What, like, the technical qualifications? Yes. Uh, they have to be a Tevinter-born citizen, uh, and they have to be a mage, I believe, that was codified a few centuries ago. And Vera says, yes, uh, whereas the Magisterium, any member of the Magisterium doesn't technically have to be a mage, the Archon does. It's a, you know, one of those Tevinter things. Dorian says, why do you ask? It's not just the two of you that fulfill those at this table. I don't follow. And kind of glance over at Leander. Leander blinks. He's like, what? You are a mage. And you were born here. Are you, are you fucking crazy? <laughs> are you out of your- I'm an elf. I can't be Archon. We, we just made former Sarabas Arakun. He says, you're, you're serious? I know it's crazy. It is a really funny idea. Like, just think about how- the, Oh, I hate it so much. You're right, Yariel. Funny ideas are the best political ones. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad we all agree. <laughs> Dorian says, It would put a, a huge target on his back. No one would accept an elf as Archon of Tevinter. People would be trying to assassinate him from jump. And Mayfairy says, well, he also has some experience as a rogue, she says, like <laughs> eyeing Leander. Presumably he would be uh, more qualified than either of us to thwart assassination attempts. Leander says, are you guys fucking serious? <laughs> you're, you're actually cons considering putting me forward as Archon. It's an option. Is it? There is a lot of change going on in the world. It would be a uh, undeniable step toward further change here. He says, I, I guess if you want to look at it that way, in the same way that when a volcano erupts, it creates a new island. That's change. <laughs> um, so Leander's leadership style uh like I've talked about Dorian's and Mavaris's, you know, Mavaris is a little more do the right thing and try to keep doing the right thing. Uh, I didn't really talk about this. I didn't really, cause I didn't want it. I want the, the, the quest to, uh, to happen organically. But in, for Leander, he had, he, from jump, I had always anticipated he would either be like Liliana inspired or hardened. Mm. Like in Dragon Age Inquisition, depending on how you steer Liliana, she can either be inspired to maintain like a peaceful approach to being divine, or she can be hardened and be a little more ruthless, a little more get shit done. Uh, Elian, I don't know if this surprises you or not, but you have hardened Leander. <laughs> yeah. You did what you had to do in his uh, personal quest. Uh, you lied. Uh, well, not really not kind of lied, on the floor of the Magisterium to get him out from under the thumb of Magister Ronin. You encouraged him to kill his former master. He has been hardened. So his 
leadership style as Archon will be a little ruthless, uh, but very effective. He will, it'll kind of a little bit be like Mavarius, like he'll free the slaves immediately and then fucking dare anyone to try and stop him. Like try to assassinate me, assholes. I am a mage who has spent several years as a rogue. I know how to kill you in 300 different ways. (laughs) (laughs) The assassins are assassinated back. Um, just out of character, I am not sure which one I support him for. I don't know if I support him more for Archon or for Black Divine. Right now we're talking about Archon, though. I know, while we don't have the option. Yes, and that's the thing. Like, like we're. I know that I have talked about Black Divine also being a thing, but right now you don't even know it's an option. Right. So for the purposes of this discussion, like, you're only talking about Archon. Yeah. I, uh, radical change is what I'm about, too. I'm like, elf, yeah, and there's put the a- elf on the throne! <laughs> That's also the other part, like, I, you guys have set it up to be, like, radical change. Yep. Right? Like, you're putting cast forward as Arakun. Yep. Uh, and- It follows, yeah. Lennon had that whole speech about how, like, sometimes if you just do the thing, like, pe- like, Lennon was an elf who was raised up as the Herald of Andraste, right? Yep. Like, if sometimes he's had the whole thing, sometimes if you just do the thing, people will just follow you. Like, big changes are possible. That has, that has been a running theme uh, for this campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, would be a sugar baby either way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what his life goal is. You're not wrong. <laughs> so I'm pretty much pro, like, in the in the sense of character, like, Tessa mentioned, yeah. Radical change has been a theme, and I'm very pro. Let's put an elf in charge. That'd be fun. I did design this choice to not be so shitty like it was with Divine and Inquisition. Mm. It's like you've got one good choice in Inquisition. It's Liliana. <laughs> like <laughs> Cassandra is a terrible divine. Oh, Vivian is a terrible divine. And it's like so it's Liliana, right? So like that's the only sane choice for Divine. <laughs> so I am tr- like all of them will be a good archons. All of them will be good at their job. Mm. It's just a question of what kind of leadership style you're after. I'm still bummed that I hardened, but I'm not surprised. I mean, what do you think was yeah. going to happen? when? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Honestly. No, I know. I'm, I said I'm bummed, not that I was, okay, you know, yeah, shocked. <laughs> I feel like Cass would back, like, after all that shit that just went down uh, in Parvalen, I think that she would back Leander as Archon. Like, why not? As long as we're doing crazy bullshit. <laughs> right. <laughs> she looks like she hasn't slept in like it's approximately three years. And this is like, I mean, Delian has a point that he does qualify. Why not? It would be funny. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I mean, Leander, how do you feel about it? Uh, Leander still kind of looks like you can't believe you're even putting him forward as a suggestion. Like, his experience, like, he was a slave. He right? was born a slave. <laughs> He has never, like, only up, only very recently has he known a life as anything but a slave. Uh, so he's still kind of processing it. And you ask, how do you feel about it? And then he just doesn't answer. He's, like, staring off into space like he didn't even fucking hear you. Yep. <laughs> like, like, he's thinking. He's capital T <laughs> thinking. Cass, like, looks at that and is like, yeah, same. Mood. And Dorian's like, Le- Leander? <laughs> Leander? <laughs> like, waves the hand over to his face. <laughs> I was like, what? What? Sorry, what was the question? How, how how do you feel about the idea of being the Archon? I mean, it it's crazy. 
like it's ob- like it's objectively fucking nuts. Like I hope you guys like realize that, right? Like you you understand that like putting an elven ex-slave, a Liberati, as Archon is fucking crazy. And he says, "And I think I do a pretty fucking good job at it." There we go. <laughs> Elian kind of smiles when he does say that. <laughs> he says, "I'm a like I don't know anything about politics, obviously, but." I'm a great mage. I taught myself how to use magic because there was no one else who could teach me. He says, I know what it's like to claw my way up from the bottom, and I'm not scared of anyone in the Magisterium. Dorian's like, it's more than I can say, honestly. <laughs> Dorian's like, oh shit, you're not scared? Okay. There are a couple people in the Magisterium I am definitely afraid of. <laughs> I mean, that sounds about as good of a... Uh campaign speech as any i've ever heard <laughs> leander says again i do want to emphasize it's fucking crazy <laughs> like you guys are nuts for even suggesting this we're having a second blight after only 15 years everything is crazy excellent counterpoint nothing makes sense <laughs> <laughs> isn't it about time that an elf take a position of power says a mage is Arakian, an elf is archon sure why not Sounds like a plan to me. <laughs> Dorian says, Maker, are we really doing this? Are we really going to put an elf forward as Archon? Is that allowed? Technically. I was like, you're the Tavine here. You should know your laws better. He says, no, I mean, it's legal. Like, he's like, I, I, those are the only two qualifications to be Archon. They have to be a born citizen of Tavinter and a mage. And technically, te- yeah, Leander meets both of those qualifications. It's just... He's he's silent for a minute, and then he says, "I mean, we did, we did find a cure for the blight and fix tranquility." Yeah, we yeah, did a lot. As long as we're racking up miracles, <laughs> Dorian looks at Leander and he says, "I think you'd be an incredible archon." And Mavera says, "I think you would be too, Leander." And Leander says, "Everyone in this room is completely fucking nuts." <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, we knew that already. <laughs> he says, "But." I mean, if the Magisterium calls on me. All right. So, Cassandra, mm. how do you spend your first day back into Vinter? You are going to be meeting with the Archon, but that's not until tomorrow. So you've got a day. What are you doing with it? I really missed May a lot. We went through a lot of shit, and it's like, you know what? I'm I can take a break studying for just just a little bit. You find her unsurprisingly in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Uh, she is making up what looks to be her fourth batch of cookies. Oh boy! Uh, and as you come into the kitchen, she has this flowered apron tied around her. Um, her herself and so her fashion style has also changed a little bit oh. uh, whereas uh Mayveris was very extravagant like she had a palette yeah. like she had like a specifically curated color palette and like excellently tailored robes in that specific palette uh faith was an ascetic which is about as far from that look as you can possibly get <laughs> right um so she's been struggling since you were gone with what her look is now and she seems to have uh come to the conclusion that her look is now simple colors well-made clothes but not extravagant mm-hmm. so she in addition to the apron the apron is over this simple knee-length dress in pale blue sleeveless 
adorned with a simple uh, silver belt. And that's it. Uh, she's barefoot and uh, she's barefoot because the kitchen is extremely hot because she's on her fourth set of cookies that she's making. <laughs> Cass just definitely takes this look in like, have you spent the entire time I was gone making cookies? She turns, oh, no, not the entire time. Most of it, though. Would you like one? Cass is like, yes, but seriously, only cookies? Well, okay. There, I also made some omelets um, and also a lot of bread. And also, I started uh, making a batch of sweet wine. That's going to take a couple of months to ferment. Uh, and cider. Cider press. I've done some cider pressing. Uh, and also, I also made some uh, pumpkin pie. Uh, so we can have that for dessert tomorrow. Uh, anyway, you said you wanted a cookie. I did. Wow, you've been busy. Yes, I will take a cookie. Thank you. It's really, really, really good. She's up to the butter in the recipe, so it's really <laughs> crumbly. Oh, God. Uh, and it's so good. <laughs> yeah, Kaz, like, takes a bite, and she's like, oh, my God, it's amazing. Oh, I hoped you'd like it. She says, please, I'll get you a cup of milk, and uh, we can sit. Uh, and she floats over to the icebox, pulls out some milk, and floats back over to the table where you're sitting down. She says, so you're, uh, you're Arakian now, huh? Yeah. It was... Between me and my Tama, and I put myself forward. Wow, that's that's an incredible responsibility to subject yourself to. It is, but I also recently reconnected with my father. It's been... Uh, I really like being around I, a parent... <laughs> Oh, I can, well, I guess in theory I can understand that and practice, I, oh, never mind. <laughs> she says, I guess that means, I guess that means you're going to be leaving after we deal with this whole blight thing, huh? It does. And, oh, May, I don't want to leave you. <laughs> I hate that thought. She says, I, I hate the idea of leaving you too. But if duty calls you in a different direction, I suppose it's just something we'll both have to accept. Are you breaking up with me? I don't know. Are you breaking up with me? No. I just said I didn't want to leave you. Oh, well, I I thought that was like a precursor. Because you know how like sometimes it... Leto is just like, oh, I don't want to leave you, but oh, I have to go off to another land and um do do a thing. It's like I don't want to break up with you, but I am. No, so I you're, mean, so you're not breaking up with me. After everything we've been through, I know that I know that I will, yes, have to go back. But you can come with me, <laughs> right? I. Can I? It seems sort of dangerous for a Balsar boss to go into Parvalin. I mean, yes, that's true, but I'm also the new Aracune now and have triumvirate support. Oh, I guess that's also true. Do you... Would that really work? Uh, probably. I mean, my father is the Arashok. I'm sure he could have some people. Okay! She interrupts you just immediately, just super loud. Okay! And she, like, scoots her chair over to you. Uh, I'll go with you. Good! I'm glad that is decided. She leans over the table and kisses you.
uh, Elian, uh, what have you been doing with your, your first night back into winter? Leander? Okay, fine. Uh, so it is nearly sunset. Uh, Leander collapses in bed next to you, Elian. <laughs> Says, man, you were only gone for like two weeks. It felt like longer. It really did. I missed you. I missed you too. He sits up. Uh, his hair is an absolute rat's nest. He tries to finger comb his way through it. <laughs> I seriously cannot believe you're going to be putting me forward as Archon. If it helps, I didn't plan it. Yeah, I, funnily enough, I could tell. <laughs> I know it's crazy, but I, I just, I think you'll be fantastic. I think radical change is what this country needs. Says I find it difficult to disagree with you. What about, I mean, I can't imagine you'd be happy living in Tevinter for the rest of your life. You're not a mage, you, you'll be looked down on. I'd rather be looked down on here than away from you. He says, you really give up Orlay? You love Orlay. You talk about it a lot. <laughs> I know. And I, I hadn't thought about it, but I think home isn't just where I grew up or El Rio, as much as I love the city, it's the people, too. And I can't imagine being anywhere than by your side. What about your parents? Oh god, I need to write to them. <laughs> but I, I can't yet. He says, well, we should definitely get that whole wanted man thing sorted, I, I guess. Considering you even came up in Kunandar, yeah. He says, hey, maybe once I'm Archon, I'll be able to pull some strings with the Empress of Orla? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think I had a small heart attack saying that out loud. <laughs> Selene is scary. She is. Well, Liliana gave you that thing to follow up on, right? Yeah. Maybe we'll make some time to do that. Soon. Yeah. We should. I've been kind of avoiding it. Like all of my problems. Yeah, it's not super healthy. I know. I'm trying. He says, You're, you were right, though, about home being the people around you. And he says, And if, if you want to stay with me, I, I could barely imagine why. <laughs> it's not, my life isn't going to get a lot more comfortable if I'm going to be the Archon, but... If you're sure, I would never have you anywhere else. So, Sabray, what about you? What have you been doing on your first day back into winter? Oh, I've been hanging out with, with Landon. I missed him a lot. I wouldn't, like, say that because it's embarrassing, but... You wouldn't admit it because <laughs> yeah. you, can't, you can't admit it. Yeah. That's horrible. You can't tell people <laughs> that you like them. Jesus, what kind of... <laughs> where do people come from? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like following Landon around. Like it might be irritating, but <laughs> like he doesn't seem irritated at all. And actually, he's answering your questions because apparently the thing after they managed to like make the riot stop. Uh, after they finished that, apparently all Landon has been doing is like this magical theory work. Because apparently he's very motivated to help your brother. Because it's like it's you, it's your brother. He wants to help you. Uh, so he takes you through the Alluvian back to 
the estate in Kirkwall, where he also has a small magical laboratory, and he spends like 20 minutes talking your ear off about this really complex, subtle, magical ritual that he has designed um, to facilitate this transferring the soul of the archdemon into this crystal you guys found. I love him so much that I'm trying really hard to listen. (laughs) (laughs) Even if you were a mage, I would make you like, roll RK Lord to see if you know what the fuck he's talking about. For you, I'm just going to go ahead and say you have no idea what he's talking about. But he's, he's very enthusiastic about it. Like, he's super, super excited about it. I'm nodding my head, like, a lot. Just like, "Mm -hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That's, mm mm-hmm. It's like, there there are some modifications that I had to make to the original ritual that we found in the book, but they're not that many. Not as many as I expected to make. Like, the magic is really efficient and really precise, and the rune should be pretty much exactly the same, and it's all just a matter of putting the, 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 the thing on the pedestal in the right way, and, like, using the right incantations. And, oh my god, he's talking so much. He, he really is a nerd. Like, it's easy to forget because he was such a powerful person, but he's just fundamentally just a fucking nerd. <laughs> I'm just like sort of staring and just like general awe and I'm just like, wow, you just, you know so much about this. You know I don't understand like anything you just said, right? Yeah, no, I figured I was pretty much just like talking okay. to a wall. But it's- yeah, I, I was trying though. And he says, and then I also used the the basis of this ritual to, and he says, I think, I think I've come up with a similar ritual to, to permanently kill the soul of an arch, an archdemon. Like, I think, like, I'll need to run an experiment, probably, and we do have a couple, like, I don't want to run this trial on your brother, because it could, it might go wrong, and I don't want to put him at risk, but I'm thinking, oh, this feels, makes me feel bad in my tummy, but, like, you can try it on Garahel. Like, there's got, Garahel's been dead for hundreds of years, even if we do manage to save his body there's not going to be a whole lot of his mind left having been possessed by an archdemon for centuries. We have to try it, though, don't we? I mean, this is incredible. We need a proof of concept, for sure. But I, everything, all of my theories have checked out. Like, the math is good. It should be possible, he says, with enough lyrium. Again, I'm talking a lot of lyrium. Like, hundreds of gallons of lyrium. We should be able to force a a a sort of spike of raw magic directly in i'm sorry i'm not doing the thing again where i'm talking over your head yeah i don't understand anything you're saying but that's okay okay i'll I'll try to i'll try to keep it it's like so the reason archdemons are so powerful is because they have been their life essence has traveled from darkspawn to darkspawn to darkspawn to darkspawn like they get killed and then they get pushed into a different blighted creature and all the strength from that creature gets tied up in their soul and the more this happens the stronger they get so you need something super powerful of spike of raw magic to use as a weapon against them but it's got to be really really powerful which is why we can use like i said gallons and gallons of lyrium or we could a soul might also work that feels the second option just doesn't feel like yeah. the right way to go. Where, where would we get thousands of pounds of lyrium, though? I mean, it would be a pretty big purchase to make. It would bankrupt the Pavis estate, that's yeah, for we sure. We know a lot of rich people now, powerful people. Maybe we can just crowdsource it. 
I mean, it might, it might work one time. It might work for a proof of concept, but we now have a literal archdemon to contend with as well. We can maybe do it once, but twice? Yeah, no, you're right. Okay, we need to talk to the team about this. We've got to talk to Ren, too, if I can just get him away from Zeverin for five minutes. He says, I do want to. I do want to try this ritual on your brother. Soon. This is the safe one. This is the one that I know will work. Just trapping that archdemon soul into the crystal that you guys found. That will definitely work. The magic is good. It's been tested. It works. But permanently killing an archdemon... I don't know, Sabre, I don't see a way we can do this without making some heavy sacrifices. I look thoughtful about it and I say, we're going to need to talk. You know, I couldn't ask anyone to make that kind of sacrifice. No, I couldn't either. I'm going to have to think about this. He nods and he says, I'll uh, start pulling some strings, trying to get together enough lyrium to run the uh, run the experiment on Garahel. See if we can make it work. And tonight, soon, I do want to help Ren. Either tonight or before we meet the Archon tomorrow. The longer that thing is inside him, the better a chance it has of taking control and ruining everything. Yes, we should do it tonight. I will, I will get Ren and Severin will prepare them. He nods and he says, okay. All right. Let's do it. Word spreads pretty fast about what is going down tonight. Like, really fast. So I'm interested to know who would want to be a witness to this separating Ren from a literal archdemon. Cass definitely wants to be like, hey, I, as Eric Hume now, hello. So want is a strong word. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like Leander is definitely curious. Like seriously, you're gonna, like seriously. Elian is curious too. He's also fucking petrified. Yeah, this is pretty fucking scary. Like if this goes sideways. Yeah, it could, it could for sure. On the other hand, could make a good song out of this. <laughs> Please, really? <laughs> really. <laughs> <laughs> yes, really. I mean, obviously, I assume uh, Sabrina's going to be there. Yeah, yeah like, definitely I can't be there. not be yeah. there. That would just be like... Severin's obviously, he's going to be there. Like, Dorian, just like for academic curiosity. <laughs> like, yeah, he wants to see it. Like, this has never been tried before. How many miracles can we fucking pop off at the Pavis Estate right? in one month? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Um, a very same kind of thing, um, although she is half of an ancient elf in Arlathon, so the magic she's not so much interested in is she just wants to be supportive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's pretty crowded mm. in the laboratory. Uh, the laboratory in Kirkwall is a little bit bigger than the one in the Pavis estate, uh, but it's also not as well equipped. Um, it, at the very least, allows for everyone who wants to be there to be there without, like, you know, squishing anyone into a wall. How it looks is that Ren is sitting cross-legged uh, in the middle of this large, intricate rune on the floor and sitting on a small pedestal outside the rune is that big glass 
thing that you found in the <laughs> deep roads. The delirium tempered glass polyhedral shaped thingy-majigger. You don't even know what, like, if it had a true name, it has been lost. Because it's been, you know, fucking lost in the deep roads for several centuries. Let's check in with Sabre really quickly. How are you feeling? Uh, really nerve-wracking. Just, like, extremely nerve-wracking. <laughs> like, you, you have a history of not trusting magic, but this is going to be yeah, Lennon I think it's Lennon, magic. so I don't... So he's Dalish, and you trust Dalish yes. magic. Yeah, I don't feel as bad about Lennon <laughs> doing it. And I know Lennon wouldn't do anything to, like, hurt him, obviously. Like, not on purpose, anyways. I that doesn't mean it's not like nerve wracking. Like I'm just imagining all the things can go wrong. But also, I'm I've learned at least enough that I'm not like voicing that constantly. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just sitting there like biting my nails and like pacing frantically across the room, just being like, "It's fine. Everything's fine. Don't ask me about it." So I'm also thinking of just like asking Ren, like Ren, are you okay? You're doing okay, Ren, right? You seem fine. Are you okay? <laughs> Ren um, blinks and he looks over at you and he says, "I haven't slept." Once since I left Weishaupt. When I close my eyes, sometimes I still hear whispering voices. And every now and then I feel like this really strong impetus to like burn Minrathis down. <laughs> so ner- no, nervous is not the word I would use. Not in this particular instance. So you're no. not doing okay. I'm eager. Let's put it that way. Diplomatically, I am eager. I turned to Severin. That wasn't helpful. Severin, how are you doing? Severin's like, if anything goes wrong, I'm going to kill your boyfriend. Oh, that would... I don't know how to feel about that. That <laughs> um. <laughs> is like, nothing's gonna go wrong. You guys are so dramatic. This is so... This is, this is such a simple spell. It's fine. I didn't sound simple when he's explaining to me. And I, like, go back to, like, pacing frantically across the room. Ariel, when, have, when has magic ever been explained to you and, you've, and it sounded simple to you? Like That's not the... Point, Lennon, and you know it. He says, whatever. Look, everyone, it's going to be fine. He turns and he addresses the room like, you're all worried for nothing. This is such a simple spell. It's literally only going to take a couple minutes. He says, so everyone just, you know, put your big boy pants on. It's going to be okay. He turns to look at Ren. He's like, Ren, are you ready? Ren's like, I am extremely ready. Yes, thank you for asking, Inquisitor. I'm not the Inquisitor. How many times? (laughs) Never mind. Uh, so he stands at the very edge of this circle, one hand, his real hand, uh, extended toward Ren. He says, just try to hold still. This should not hurt. It will feel weird, though, probably. And before Ren can ask, what does that mean? He starts chanting. His real hand starts to bl- starts to glow. His eyes shut. Uh, and the rune around Ren's feet lights up slowly at first and then really, really brightly. Ren stares down at the rune, and then his whole back jerks once. And there is this suffuse of gray, dark gray mist that sort of empties out of his mouth like bile. And Lannon is too busy chanting. Like, he's he's got shit to do. He's got to focus. Uh, He extends his, um, his magical hand in the other direction, exact opposite, toward the, um, toward the large glass artifact. And he closes his real hand, chants a little bit louder, and pulls. There's a really loud crack sound. I don't even want you guys to bother making a roll. Every single one of you goes flying back about about three or four feet. Shit. You hit the wall hard, uh, and you all see stars for a second. Uh, and when, I imagine it's probably Sabre who scrambles up first. Mm, yes, probably trying to beat Zevran there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Zevran is also kind of like scrambling over. Uh, when you 
look up, you see Lennon a little bit sweaty. Like that was a took more energy out of him than he expected. But the crystal uh, is now bright red. I stare at it for a second and then I run over to Ren and I'm like, Ren, Ren, how are you? Ren, how are you doing? Ren is unconscious. <laughs> Fuck. I like shake him. I'm like, Ren, wake up. What are you doing? Come on. Uh, he does not answer. He is breathing. Like, you know, like you lean down and you can hear him breathing. Uh, Lana kind of sways and he says, whoa, that had some kick to it. Oh, man. I think I need to sit down. Lana, Ren, Ren is unconscious. That doesn't seem good. That seems bad. No, I mean, that's kind of par for the course, actually. Uh, he sort of walks over. He kicks at the edge of the rune to end the circle. It stops glowing immediately. He says, remember, this archdemon has been inside it for 15 years. It had ingratiated itself pretty deeply into him, but hadn't fully enmeshed. It's sort of like, uh, let's see, what's a good metaphor? It's sort of like knocking a tumor out of your head with the blunt end of a warhammer. Okay, I know what one of those words means, at least. <laughs> You're like, warhammer, got it. He says, it might take him a couple hours, but it, I mean, fucking look at that, look at the, look at the thing. The artifact is glowing bright red, and also it's humming. Why is it humming? That, oh, we should. Put that somewhere else. That thing, uh, we need to put that. You know, is there a hole nearby? Like a really deep hole. I don't uh, I don't know. Uh Dorian? Dorian says, we're in Kirkwall. I don't know about any deep holes in Kirkwall. I guess we could like throw it into the sea. Len's like, ah oh, no, we shouldn't risk that. <laughs> so, like, I'll, I'll think of, I'll think of something for it. And as Rolanin is speculating, he's like, no, we probably shouldn't throw it into the ocean. Like, it's too dangerous for that. I'll, I'll come up with something. Uh, as you are discussing that from beneath you here, is, is it over? Ren? Uh, you look down, he is awake. Are you- Severin is at his side. He's like, are you all right? Ren, are you okay? <sighs> he says, I- I'm so tired. I'm just kidding. And then he immediately like puts his head on Severin's chest and just falls asleep. <laughs> He's like, and he's unconscious again. Well, I guess, I guess this, he's he's all right. He's all right. And Severin kind of desperately hugs Ren to his chest. Like he's all right. He's all right. Hey, friends, Tessa here. If you're desperate to hear the next episode, chances are good that you can by joining our Discord server. We post links to all episodes and pre-release, and you can even chat with us and listen live as we record. Join us by going to bit.ly slash cfcdiscord. For more information on the show, character biographies, and links to social media, head to our website, critfail.club or critfailclub.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Tumblr. Critfail Club does not advertise at all, so if you like what you hear, tell a friend who might also like it, make a post on social media about it, or leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Full episodes are available on our YouTube channel, bit.ly slash cfc channel, or wherever you get your podcasts. 